Welcome back to Movie Drunks, where we get drunk, we watch movies, and sometimes we talk about the movie. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. Sepp is not here. And um, we have a guest today. Hi, I'm Jamie. James. Yeah, he was on the Emperor's New Groove podcast where he died within an hour. Yeah. And and, uh, had the Mandalorian podcast as well he was on. Yep. I did that. Yeah, you did that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, so this week we're watching a movie Danny has never seen before. Correct. It's very surprising for me. It's very surprising you haven't seen this movie. It's a... It's a classic. Yeah, it's 80s. classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the '80s, like uh, was it the cool? John Hughes movie, the coming 80s. of age movies. Yeah, it's yeah. one of those. Yeah, so it's it's Breakfast Club. Um, so yeah, James has seen this movie what like five times. I've seen this movie a lot. I watched it a lot as a kid, um, like a lot younger than I probably should have been when I saw it. Because <laughs> my mom had it on VHS, so mm-hmm. like I would just go take her VHSs and watch them. Um, I was like twelve. That yeah. I had no clue what was going on, but I liked it, and as I grew up, I actually understood it. Yeah, yeah I've seen it once or twice. Um, I'm still baffled that you haven't seen this movie. I mean, I know what it's about. Like, the kids go to the uh, Saturday school detention, and they just kind of fuck around in the library, and they're all like, I'm different from everybody else. But Or no, it's like, uh, everyone puts us into these cliques, but we're all individuals, right? Am I on the right track? Pretty much. <laughs> Entirely. There's, there's yeah. not much else that really... That's about big the entire movie is that. <laughs> Alright, so let's get to the rules. So, we take a drink whenever um, brains, smarts, and or grades are talked about. Uh, okay. Um, whenever... So, uh, I'm sorry, I thought you said whenever brains, I'm like, wait, Shaun of the Dead was last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, however, whenever... Um, how popular Claire is mentioned or is talked about? We drink. Uh, whenever Allison makes a weird sound. Huh. Whenever okay. someone opens up about their family. Man, you should get beat as a kid. When any anytime someone goes in or out of the library, so it's gonna be like the uh, doors, again. not the doors again. No. <laughs> oh, from Emperor's New Groove, yeah. yeah. Oh, that really messed with me. Anytime anyone insults someone that's most of the movie yeah i've heard um whenever you can relate so the whole movie (laughs) to what's going on i'm i'm pretty i'm a jock i am weird i'm uh awkward i'm punk i'm all of them oh boy every single one of them oh boy you're gonna we're not dying again tonight i can't do it last night was too much it was a trip yeah. <laughs> um, and oh when um when the principal and bender get into it we also drink does he bend things no okay so wrong bender yeah gotcha no, from futurama and <laughs> he makes that show yeah and we finish our drink at the dancing scene that's all i'm going to describe it as mm-hmm. oh uh, yeah i know what you're talking it's about the dancing scene yeah. everything parodies yep. it <laughs> yep so that's uh let's let's just get to it. Three, two, one, movie drugs. <laughs> Did I stutter? Did I stutter? <laughs> wow. Yeah, this still hate. Hate me too. Camera away. <laughs> no, I, I was like, oh we're in sync, I finished mine and you didn't. Yeah, you didn't ask me. 
fucking rock star. I can relate. Did he just hit her boobs? He almost hit her boobs. I think it was shoulder, but yeah. It, it looked like boobs. What was that about? Birds in the bucket. That was, two, that was two, I don't need two. Yeah. Yeah, that's yep. move right there. That's a move. The amount of coordination I must have fucking took, they're so close to each yeah. other. I started watching St. Elmo's Fire on VHS, and I literally couldn't because it was too weird for me seeing them being different people. Seeing like the characters Allison be a normal person, I was like, what the We're fuck? No. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> don't you. <laughs> Already with the with the burps and right yeah. directly into the mic. Yep, right into uh, the mic. <laughs> All right. Um, so, Breakfast Club. Drinking, I would say, is kind of recommended. That was a good drink. Yeah, drink, yeah that was, was a good, good drinking game. Like yeah, I thought game. it'd be a lot worse than it actually was. Yeah. Granted, like, I think we played it a little loose with the insults because it's like hard to say. Isn't, yeah, isn't an insult because yeah. a lot of stuff can be an insult, but aside from that, yeah, pretty lead, mild. Yeah, the lead in the library one was a good one. That was a good rule. Yeah, and then also because we were on Peacock, we got commercials every once in a while, so mm-hmm. we had to drink for commercials too. Now, yeah, uh, that was a big, well, not a big surprise, but it was a surprise. Yeah, and I, I enjoyed. I barely drank through this last night. Sucked. He, he died. Well, this morning sucked. Last night was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Piccolo is a hell of a game. <laughs> um, anyway, so, uh, James, since you know this movie so well, why don't you start us off with some notes you got? Yes, you know it uh, so well. Why don't okay. you start it off? Okay, apologies. Uh, I've seen <laughs> the movie a lot. I really like it. Um, it's just one of those movies that very seldom come along but when they do they blow it out of the water like the self-contained small scene small cast or not small but like ensemble cast that's together that just blows up the other one a big one i think it was 12 angry men oh Similar yeah premise don't see it. at yeah. least in terms of how I it's made to see it. i know what it's about i just haven't seen it it's 12 a angry master Men's class. really good like it's an amazing example of writing yeah and how compelling writing can be yeah anyway um this movie is similar to that in that it's the writing that carries it the entire way. Um, and it's really one of the first movies, especially for that generation, that really just spoke to the youth and made them feel heard for the first time in their lives. Um, like It was just generation-defining movie because it built this generation of people who were more expressive in themselves and didn't feel so sheltered um, and whatnot uh because it deals heavily with parents and how they can really mess us up yeah um bad so. parents i blame you yeah, for all exactly. my issues yeah um <laughs> when we all right so when were your parents born just my see if they were, would be in this generation of they were movies. both born in 68 yeah it's like 17 yeah so that's, yeah it'd be like 17 18 yeah, that's, around that's when around. Came out. my mom was 69 dad 72 yeah. yeah, yeah. My mom was sixty six. My dad was seventy. So yeah, mm-hmm. all around the same time. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, this was I saw this movie because of my mom because this was one of her favorite movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, it's kind of weird because my parents aren't movie people. Mm-hmm. Like they grew up like prime age to see Star Wars, and they're not huge fans. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand how they could do that. Pisses me off. 
What? You, they're not, your dad isn't even like a huge Star Wars fan? Nope. I'm like the, the movie guy how the in my fuck family. Did, so how the fuck did you get into Star Wars then? Oh, I just watched it. Okay. Yeah, so I, just, I never that's I just watched it when I was a kid. <laughs> my parents have never seen Star Wars, any of them. I, my dad was, my mom's probably seen like the first one, but that's it. That's so weird. Yeah, my dad yeah. was a Star Wars guy, so that's how I got into it. But, you know, I just watched them on my own because everyone talked about Star Wars. Yeah, so I was like, yeah. I guess I'll watch Star Wars. See, everyone talked about the prequels in my in my like friend group. Yeah, friend group. Words. Jesus, that's a word. Words. <laughs> yeah, the first Star Wars movie I saw was um the third one, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, at nice. my friend's birthday party, and I was like, oh, I guess it's I all should. downhill from there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even see the full thing because I got had to leave the party early. <laughs> yeah. So I saw like the first hour and a half. Yeah, the first one I saw in theaters was definitely Revenge of the Sith. But yeah, I had seen A New Hope and the, the whole original trilogy before since then. Hmm. Before then. Wow, I can't talk. <laughs> um, anyway. Well, yeah. Yeah, so like my parents didn't, they didn't even see this movie. So like they didn't even like push it on me. My mom, she was into like Stand By Me and like mm. um, Over over the Line or uh, it's with Matt Dillon or uh, Over the Over the Edge. Okay. I think Over the Edge and The Outsiders, those are like her yeah. like kind of like okay. her movies, you know? So um and I think St. Elmo's Fire was like one of them, but she never pushed Breakfast Club or like any of the Brat Pack movies on me. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I'm actually kind of surprised about. Yeah, this so. is the only R rated Brat Pack movie. So Oh, is it? Yeah. That's interesting. Didn't know that, yeah. 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 It definitely benefits from an R rating because it's more honest. Fuck for how, you! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an honest way of how kids do talk in high school. Like yeah. it's yeah. not sugar coated like you might see in some PG movies. But yeah, add a little more, you know, sexual stuff to it, and then you got me. So yeah, it's like, hey, what's up? Because <laughs> I still do that <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, um, I guess my notes start with uh, boring title sequence. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's, oh, yeah. it's, it's not too into it. I don't There's know. nothing really like. Eh. Well, I don't know if we because we lived through the '60s where you had like the inventive like Alfred Hitchcock title sequences. Yeah, and, you know I, I, mean? I think that's when they started to really kind of die out. The and just like simple just, like, sequences. Yeah, like they don't make the argument that it's a very minimalist movie overall. So. Yeah, easily, yeah. big time. I mean, it's it was filmed in a gymnasium, but it was converted to make it a library. So I mean, mm. huh. Yeah, I, I that's why that was a library. It's, that's why nope. it's like state of the art. Yeah. It's a huge. It's a huge fucking library. Oh, I'm so jealous of it. Like, my library at high school is like the size of like a walk-in closet. <laughs> Not actually that small, but it was small. My high school one was smaller than my middle school one. I also never ever went to the library See, in school. Like middle school, yeah. High school, never. Like once in my life, I went to the library. Yeah, I think yeah. my library was big, but it wasn't two floors. So like they had like the two floor. Yeah, that would be that would be cool to have a two story library in your school. Yeah, yeah. Nah, mine right. could have been because it, it had like the the tall ceilings, but like like it, okay, it was. See, like, now I feel bad because mine was two stories. How do you have I two think. stories? Because I had a two story high school. I mean, yeah, I did, I did too, but Ooh, like bitches, whatever. Yeah, you, you bitch ass. Bitches. I thought it was tiny. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to this one, it was still tiny. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um. Uh. So yeah, Allison. Um. Something I wanted to bring up about Allison that I realized for the first time in this movie. Um. Obviously, we all get a look into their family lives and yes. how shitty the parents are. Just another example for Allison that was never stated, but I 
kind of picked up on is she said that she was there just because she wanted to be. Now, her parents dropped her off at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So either she's a compulsive liar, like she said. She just lied to her parents and said she had tension. But more likely, they just didn't want to deal with her for another fucking day out of the week. So they just dumped her here. Damn. Because they knowingly brought her there. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like they would at least... Well, maybe they wouldn't ask what she did because they clearly seem to not care, but... It's, yeah, it's not a bad idea. Like, maybe she actually had attention one time, and it's like, oh, you got attention again or something? Uh, uh, never mind. I mean, well, considering <laughs> that, like... <laughs> considering that Brian, like, literally tried to kill himself... Yeah, with a flare I don't think gun. she would, like, be afraid to say. So, yeah. I think she just fucking... That's true. Yeah. So first of all, what kind of kid has access to a flare gun? I, I mean... Know. They have more access to a real gun than a flare gun. Maybe his dad like goes fishing and stuff. Like I John guess, Bender yeah. Tried to say, I guess, but like a flare gun's not an unreasonable thing to own. I think as a parent. I guess maybe I have maybe. a flare. I don't have especially a flare like gun. they're in Illinois. That there's like woodsy stuff around there. Yeah, I guess. Could see a survivalist dad out of Brian's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, um. So I, I want to talk about uh, Bender mm-hmm. <laughs> and how that him as a character could not exist today. <laughs> no, <laughs> like not a shot. Just every, pretty, just every, pretty much everything he does with Claire. Like, um, one of his first lines to her is like, "We'll get the prom queen impregnated." Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and then you know, there's the scene where like he's under the table. Which <laughs> that one, <laughs> and he just sticks his head between her legs, and yeah. it just is forgotten after that. Yeah, yeah. it's like, yeah, like, damn, you can't do that. No, <laughs> no, no. Nah, but and it, like, uh, is he like kind of like the first kind of like bad boy that we like we've seen? Um, I don't. Where he think. gets the girl at the end because he's so bad. Um, I don't, I don't think, think so. he's the first, but I don't think. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, uh, you're right. I don't know what the street car named Desire came out. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of an example, but it is not coming to me. <laughs> Streetcar. Yeah, Streetcar named Desire. Yeah, I know. Stella! No, I was just saying, there's also, I've also never seen that, but like, oh no. You, bitch. <laughs> I've seen it in high school. They showed it to us. <laughs> yeah, it right. They showed it to us. Yeah, we saw it. I didn't see it. read the play. Yeah, we didn't do that. Well, la di da more uh, like unlaudy okay, small side tangent I want them to make a good Lord of the Flies movie yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean Ugh. like not in like the 50s and not in the 60s like I could do that because like, I've never read the book it's, I, I, I mean, know what the, it is the but book is amazing I've heard it's not bad I'm, it was like my favorite like read in because like it, it show it was like I don't know remind me of, like Lost if like but mm-hmm. if Jack and Sawyer were like the main characters which they kind of are, but like yeah. less less of like every like it's an ensemble. It's more like there's two there's two main characters and they're fighting against each other. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still can't get in Lost. You it's so don't good. like Lost. I can't get into it. It's like, so good. I, I mean, got, you gotta like stick with the weird got, stuff. Like, Have the expectations of nothing getting answered and anything that does, it's a shitty answer. But yeah, in, you're along for the ride. There. Enjoy yeah. the journey. No, don't worry about the destination. Yeah. <laughs> it's all no. about how we get there, Dan. We have to go back to the island. <laughs> Dude, yeah, when, that, I, when that scene came on, you know, like he's like he's like telling us like we have to go back. I'm like, 
Like, they why went, would you they got off go the back? island? What? Why? Flash yeah. forwards? Viewership. That whole last season <laughs> was so confusing at first. Flash sideways and shit. Yeah. It was stupid. Yeah. Fuck you, Damon Lindelof. But also, <laughs> thank you, but also fuck you, because Watchmen. But first of all, <laughs> fuck Lost. Okay. I only, season one was really good. After that, I got three episodes in season two. Bro, season three is the best. Mm-hmm. Season three, and I'm a sucker for. And then after for five, four, I've heard just, just because yeah. of the you know the yeah. Mm-hmm. After four is from what I've heard. Six is the only bad season. Yeah, really, it is the only because five still interesting at least. It's just not. There's an argument for five resolved. being being bad, but like it's it's got a concept in there that I like. But anyway, Breakfast Club. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, let's get let's get off the lost subject. <laughs> How do we get here? Um, so there were a few other possible castings to play Bender. So <laughs> imagine this: Nicholas Cage is Bender. Oh, uh, that wouldn't have worked. No, he would he would have just stolen the show. And no, nah. I mean Bender does steal the show, but like. I mean, yeah. Jordan Allison's Nelson. weird enough to, like, she's... Because she, I'm going to spoil it. She is, like, my favorite character in this movie. Allison? <laughs> she's yeah. a gem. Yeah. Oh, I love Allison. Yeah. <laughs> Every moment she does anything, it's hilarious. I said, uh, where is it? She's the chaotic neutral we all need. <laughs> <laughs> the other one. Imagine John Cusack as Bender. That I could see. That I could, I yeah. could definitely see 80s John Cusack mm-hmm. as Bender. Yeah. But could he be a dick? Could he be yeah. that much? That much? Have you of seen Hot Tub Time Machine? Yeah, but he's like an asshole. But yeah, like, that's what a dick is. And, but but like, <laughs> now imagine that at well, eighteen, and that would have was what he would have been in Breakfast Club. Well, no, it's it's like it's in Hot Tub Time Machine. He's like a careless asshole, or at least he just doesn't. He kind of just doesn't like uh, um, acknowledge other people. Mm-hmm. But Bender confronts people. Like he I, starts shit. I, I can't think John see... Cusack could have done it. Okay. I think he could have. I mean, yeah, maybe. I'm fine. I'm glad we got Judd Nelson for yeah. sure. But I think John Cusack could have done it. As what well. else has Judd Nelson done? The other Brat Pack movies. <laughs> That's it. That's like, it. Yeah. Because I, I literally haven't seen him in anything else. I'm on it. <laughs> you guys keep talking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know the others did stuff too. I can barely name it. I know Molly Ringwald is in a. She was the John Hughes girl. movie. Teenage or pregnancy. TV show, The Unexpected Life of the American Teenager, or something like that. Oh, she's in that? She's the mom, yeah, of oh. the main character. The latest, <laughs> big, yeah. the wow. latest big-ish thing Judd Nelson has been in was Empire, the TV show. Oh, wow. okay. In 2019, yeah. Uh, see, I, that, that show just gets overshadowed by one particular actor. All I know is me. Terrence Howard's in it. Yeah. Is that him? No, no, oh. the um, Jussie. That's oh, that's the only thing I can right, think about yeah. whenever I see that show. He's done a lot of TV lately, a lot of TV things. Huh. Nothing really big in the last ten years before that, though. Yeah. He did two episodes of Help, Two and a Half Men. <laughs> He's like, hey, I'm John Nelson. I was in Breakfast Club. Hey, I was with your brother. Wait, was this with Charlie Sheen or with Ashton Kutcher? Ah, uh, no, it was Charlie Sheen. Yeah, hey, I was, I was with, with your brother. <laughs> There you go. Which like he looks so much. He looks exactly like Martin Sheen. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's creepy. Yeah, he looks a lot like his dad, Emilio Estevez. And it's weird. That, right, so what's the whole? Why is it? Why doesn't he have the same last name? Um. So Martin, she- I believe the story is Martin Sheen went by Estevez back in those days. Maybe. Okay. Um. 
but it was like a Sheen was a name adopted by them to appeal more generally and like uh, not to, to appeal okay. to a more wider American audience at the time. Yeah, it's the same it's, with Charlie Sheen. Whereas Estevez, yeah, I don't know. Estevez is more is more ethnic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's like the whole thing with Leonardo DiCaprio. Like they wanted him to change his name to something like Leonardo Smith or some shit, mm-hmm. and or like Leonardo itself. Like it's just too uh, exotic of a name. <laughs> <laughs> He's oh like, no, gosh. fuck that. That's my name. That that's dumb. Yeah, yeah. He really hasn't been in anything else. Like Judd really Nelson at all. Yeah, yeah. I... Nothing. I mean, well, has any? I haven't heard of. I mean, I've heard Emilio Estevez with Mighty Ducks, but like, yeah, what else is like anybody else been? And like Molly Ringwald was John Hughes's like go-to girl, I guess. I mean, she's been. In, she's at least more like. I know she's right. pretty in Pink, Sixteen Candles. Yeah, those well, are the other. We're two. on it. I'm searching Michael Anthony Hall. <laughs> yeah, well, he's he's a, he's John Hughes's boy. Michael Anthony, er, Anthony Michael Hall. Yeah, because yeah. he was in Weird Science, Pretty in Pink. Yeah. Was he Wait. in six? No, that was Ducky. Ducky was Alan, Alec, Alan, Alec, Alec, Alec Cryer, Alan Cryer. I don't know. He, he's, um. Wait, in what? 16 Candles. Oh. Yeah. I, I mean, well, John Hughes was just like, he was kind of the guy. He he was the guy. In the 80s. Like, he was like the go-to, like, what's the equivalent in, like, now? Like. The go-to? Like, go-to, like, teenager. Oh, I hate to say it, but Dan Schneider. <laughs> No, but that's for, more TV like show. Yeah. That's shows, yeah, though. But and not so much anymore, I'd say. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, but like Nate Schneider from like 2008 to 2014, 14, 15, he was like that. Nickelodeon yeah. teenage yeah. guy. I mean, yeah, but like if we were talking TV, but we're not talking TV. Yeah, bitch. Well, but guess what, Dan? We are talking about TV shows. Yeah, we're gonna talk about them now. Um, so let's talk about like the the school, the high school drama TV shows. Like, say newer examples would be like Riverdale. <laughs> Gross. Um, <laughs> gross. Like, older ones such as like, you know, Gilmore Girls or something like that. Also uh, gross. Um never I never saw Saved by the Bell either. Saved by the Bell is great. Is it? Yeah. Like, that's Yeah. That was like yeah. that was like my go to like uh, I'd always be sad like cuz it would always air right when I'm going to school. Ah. I'd be like, "Oh no, I want to watch AC Slater be fucking just do stuff and, and hate Zach Morris." Aren't they reviving that show? Or they, they they talked about reviving it? Yeah, they're doing it. And now that Dustin Diamond is dead, though. Oh yeah, that's not gonna be like they might just do like a like a funeral episode or something like that. Mm. You know? Yeah, we kind of mentioned the uh, Dan Schneider shows like Zoe One Hundred and One, iCarly, Drake and Josh, all of those. Yeah, those I were like I grew up on those. Yeah, same. I yeah. mean, those were those are great. What was uh, your favorite one? Drake and Josh by far. Drake and Josh, yeah, yeah. Love Drake and Josh. Who's your least favorite one? My least favorite, oof, that you can think of. Did did he do True Jackson? <laughs> he did. I, I hate that show. True Jackson VP. <laughs> yeah, then there's Victorious. I, I watched a few episodes of that. Victorious is okay. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, <laughs> iCarly. I like iCarly. iCarly is just a classic. Yeah, it was great. Uh, and they're reviving that too. Like, yeah, um, without Jeanette McCurdy though. Yeah, I just yes, without her because she resents acting basically. She's not, like... Interesting. She doesn't want to be an actress anymore. She wants to do, like, writing and directing, I think. Respect. Yeah. And another thing with the iCarly revival, um, so I think they're going to make Freddie a stepfather to someone. They just cast somebody as his stepdaughter, and she's, like, not that much younger than him. And I'm like, how are they going to do this? stepdaughter? Well, yeah, (laughs) it's probably going to be, like, a weird storyline or whatever. Uh, Yeah, I'm like, huh. 
I didn't see that coming, but all right, cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. But yeah, TV shows. I don't know. Who does teen movies now? I'm trying to think. Um, um, is that like, it's not even I mean, the genre anymore. There's John Green. That's the writer, but not the director. But I probably a lot John of his Green. books became movies that teenagers liked. Yeah, he's probably the closest that we got now. That's all I can think of. Just because he's also huge on TikTok nowadays. Oh yeah, him and his brother. Yeah. He has well, like yeah, a I mean, huge it makes TikTok sense. Account, yeah. Because he started as a YouTuber, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Green Brothers. Wait, it, yeah. did they? I forgot. So they keep getting them confused with Vsauce. Ooh, I do like Vsauce. Yeah, that, I like them. Interesting. Hmm. Yeah, but um, yeah. This movie. Michael Hall was in The Dark Knight. Who did he play? Mike oh. Engel? I don't. Yeah, he was, was the the uh, the TV host. He was the oh. one who um. Yeah, he was the he was like the TV host where, where he's like delivering the Joker's messages. Oh yeah. Oh shit. Which is like, hey, All good right. for him. Huh. But yeah, Anthony Michael Hall. Um, I saw him in a few Geico commercials too. I think or <laughs> Geico or Domino's or something like that. I don't know, man. Oh, okay. The Duffer Brothers, maybe? Is that like another John Hughes? Like, it's not... But that's also... It's dude, only Stranger they're, Things. They're all shows, yeah. Stranger uh, Things in itself could be seen as, as one long movie. <laughs> it's okay. the closest we got, Dan. One, TV shows like, are now. hour movie? Yeah, TV shows are definitely now. But, yeah. like... Which yeah. makes me upset, because movie theaters are dying. I miss movie theaters. Dude, same. Yeah. I love going to the movies. Same. Maybe soon. Maybe soon. Yeah. Well, Hopefully. I mean, Black Things Widow still is coming out. Still hoping. It's 60 st- days from the time of recording this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's not. I spoke way too fucking soon. Yeah, we also recorded this a while ago. <laughs> hate everything. Yeah. July 9th. <laughs> crossing my finger 60 days. I mean, yeah, it's going to come out. Maybe not in New York, but it's going to come out. Well, no, no, I got it in Regal. I got the Regal app. It's coming yeah. out. It's coming out. Okay. Yeah. Theaters are open well, you, in Massachusetts right now. Yeah, that's true. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. Can't, can't drink in theaters still, but you know. Um, that's true, yeah. <laughs> well, you can. You, you can creatively can in, do it. In one of them, um, in the Criterion um, in Saratoga. Their bar but, is still open. You know, the bar wouldn't be open right now, dude. Why not? Because Massachusetts bars aren't open either. Yeah, that, that's how they do it. They're just closed because of the pandemic. Like, no yeah, open you drinks can't, and stuff. You, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. So like they they have a concession stand, but it's all pre bottled. It's such a rip off. It was like five dollars for a twenty ounce of Coke. We can't buy a bottle. beer though. Yeah. No. But it's bottled. Uh, no, I don't think they not. ever did any bottled at the bar. Oh. Yeah. At least they, put it, they put it in a cup. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Well, that's just. It's like a if you're going to like a sports game. That it's makes that, me angry. The, the cups. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I, I love my notes how they progress. Like, okay, basket case is growing on me, and I like the knife bit. Where does the knife go? She, she takes has it. it. She, yeah, but she just, it just, she just puts it in her bag. Or yep, like, yeah. put it, yep. <laughs> yep. She steals a lot of stuff. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> then um, she stole your heart. I'm curious to see where exactly because this is my structured brain. Oh no, working. I want to know exactly where Bender's sacrifice takes place because if it's at the midpoint. Then that makes sense, because that's kind of like the turning point for everybody Bruh. to become start nice. becoming friends. You know what I <laughs> when mean? When he like runs through the halls and stuff. Yeah, 
it's either the first first plot point or it's the midpoint. It's one of those. Mm-hmm. I kind of lost track because. Um, yeah, I watched it again <laughs> with the commercials. Yeah, but I love how he's wearing. <laughs> you, you pointed out he was wearing one sneaker. <laughs> yeah, he didn't take off the one shoe that had bandanas on it oh. when he went to the gymnasium. He just took off his left shoe. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, I don't know why. It's hey. part of the style. He's a bad boy. Yeah, can't mess up the Girl. bandanas. <laughs> the gang signs. Gang. Do you gang. think he's part of a gang? I don't know. He's wearing colored bandanas in public I in think the 80s. I, I think, think so, he's man. just... In Chicago. I think he's just the fucking... I think he's a loner. Okay. Like my, my theory is that he just gets beat up by his dad and mm-hmm. then he just like just has no friends. Like he, So he's even like weirder than like the weird girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? They or, both make up lies. Kind of what you're getting at about yeah. their, themselves. Yeah, people hide their true selves even like with people they know. Yeah. Yeah. My I, my running theory is I don't think any of those girlfriends that um, him and uh, Claire were looking at, I don't think they were actually girlfriends. I think there was pictures he got. Maybe past girlfriends. But yeah. I don't think they're anything current. Yeah. Definitely not a healthy relationship. No. <laughs> it's not going to last long. No, built on one of their first exchanges being a mutually um, disagreement in beliefs about uh, monogamy. That's their fir- like one of their first conversations. Oh. <laughs> uh. Oh yeah, like that. That's Wait, not him the and Claire? basis. Yeah, that's yeah. not one of yeah. the basis of the good relationship. Yeah, starting with different views on monogamy. <laughs> it's like there's no middle ground here. We should just give up. But they end up, well, I guess dating towards the end. Yeah, because she's got his earring, or he's, he's got her got earring. her earring. Yeah, which I don't know about that one. Uh, I don't know. It was a baller style choice. <laughs> so it takes a lot of confidence to rock a woman's diamond earring. Yeah. And yeah. he kind of rocked it. I'll give it to him. Yeah, but it's, I don't know. I just think, narratively, do we want them to get together and start pairing off towards the end? No. I don't I don't think that works. Yeah. It's like the, the spirit of the, the movie. No, yeah. I, I, I agree with that. And I don't think, just the same way, I don't think Andy and Allison should have gotten together. That was way too quick for me. Yeah. Like, like, it was literally like, oh, you're hot. Let me get some yeah. of that. It's like, <laughs> it was like a straight-up Michael Scott moment. It's like, she's the ugly girl who has to take off her glasses and put down her hair. And then all of a sudden, she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean that, that was this. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, like... Like, the dandruff doesn't just go away with a comb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all... It's... The weird personality quirks don't go away. <laughs> no. Like, that's that's her. <laughs> she, she makes noises sometimes. I mean, she's a gem, but, like... <laughs> Can Andy handle that? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. It, it also goes <laughs> to show you the strength of high school relationships. Because that's how there's like oh they're definitely unhealthy and they n- never last so yeah it's it might kind be of just like, kind of poking fun at that too it doesn't take itself seriously yeah I can see that yeah. I mean yeah I'm sure John Hughes didn't expect if he were to continue the story that they're getting married to each other it's high school you're not yeah. gonna marry yeah. someone you date in high school more often than not. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's another cool thing where, like, he doesn't, they don't really repair themselves or their relationship with their parents. They just fucking vent the whole movie. Yeah, they just realize their own feelings. Yeah. They're not trying to change them, but they're just accepting this is how I feel. My dad is overbearing. My parents don't give a shit about me. Um, My parents hit me. Um,. I'm rich. I, don't <laughs> I mean, for them, this is probably stuff they've never even said out loud before, most of them. Yeah. yeah. This is probably stuff they've only even thought about in their head, and even then, maybe not. Um, 
So for a lot of them, it's just a big realization moment, that long conversation when they're all sitting around, they just got high and stuff. Yeah. They just bring everything to the forefront that they've been suppressing for so long. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like they feel comfortable with it, but like they're never going to talk to these people again. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Might as well. Like, what are they going to do? Well, it's like... Do? Well, so do do you think do you think that they're actually like we know when they're talking about like the, what happens on Monday, like yeah. do you think they would actually full, go go through with like not talking to each other and like just like blow each I other off? I think there'll be a little passing in the hallway, maybe for the next few weeks, and then it'll just die down, and they'll yeah. keep going their separate ways. Yep. It's so like deep. Don't cross that. Yeah, I mean they'll always remember this yeah. experience yeah. for sure. It'll change their lives, hopefully, but. See, I feel like everyone could do that except for Brian. Brian? Yeah, because yeah. he seems like the, I mean... Oh, I mean, he said it himself. He'd yeah. Do, he'd walk up to any one of you. He'd bring you in. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he would never be that guy to turn someone yeah. away. Yeah. So I think he could have no issues keeping yeah. the relationship. He said it himself. Yeah, like, it kind of sucks that he isn't kind of paired off in the end with anyone. Yeah, yeah. All, and they make him write the damn essay. Yeah, because <laughs> it's, it's all about people who pressure them into like, like who they socialize with and mm. like situations as well. Like, oh, I can't be seen with this person at this time or something like that. Like, it's just that because it's high school. Yeah, high school exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Seps deal with that at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. It feels like high school sometimes at our work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know about you. Oh, that was really close to the mic. I don't know about you, but um, my high school wasn't like all clicky like this. Yeah. Like I didn't have like a jock. I didn't have like the jocks, the the cheerleaders. Oh, we did. You did? (laughs) I did. Yeah. I don't know. Because maybe my school was just like different. But like, yeah, everyone kind of got along with everybody. But and like more than more often than not like like there was like friend groups with like all different yes. interests no absolutely that's kind of the way mine was as well i mean yeah just like i was one of the people that got along with like all the groups i'd say like there were definitely the jock group like they all hung out together but they would let other people hang out with them too like they weren't like your typical jock like oh yeah fuck you or whatever um yeah like everybody was like i guess Sort of nice in a way, but you you definitely can tell the burnouts hated everybody or like or some whatever like it's emo I burnouts whatever. I wasn't my my group wasn't like that. I mean, I, I kind of was part of the burnouts, but like yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could tell. But yeah, like uh, I don't know, like we weren't exactly burnouts. We were like skater kids that like smoked, but like like at least I was like I was like part of them, part of that group, but like. I could play sports and like I like knew friends that were like the jocks I guess per Same. se and like I, w- I was mostly a nerd though so like I was like a movie nerd and so like I hung out with like a lot of just a lot a lot of people yeah I I did the same. Like, I did after school clubs. I did Ultimate Frisbee. I was the catch in the Ultimate Frisbee, like, club. Um, I wish I had an Ultimate Frisbee dude, in my school. Dude, it was awesome. But, like, there was also, um, oh, what was I doing? Uh, Monarch, which is, like, kind of like dodgeball or whatever. Like, I was doing the sports clubs after school. And, like, huh. but, like, that's the most I really hung out with. When I went home, I'd usually just, like, do homework, play video games, like, talk yeah. to people. That's, that's yeah. really all I'd do. I wouldn't hang out with people really outside of school. Yeah, I get. I definitely get that. Yeah, yeah. like this, I guess we're more of like a hybrid 
kind of compared to like like 80s is very like boxed like like check boxes like because like with the whole thing where like like i wouldn't talk to like people outside my group outside of school because or like in the hallway because like to save face or whatever like that just wasn't a thing in my school yeah same i never had that issue either like yeah sure there was people i didn't really like but like yeah yeah. It was everybody. You know. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, that's just high school. It's fucking high school. It's fucking high school. I mean, one thing that's worth noting, I feel, is that like at, by the end of the movie, seemingly none of them have really changed, but yeah. they all got what they wanted in the end, yeah. in a way. They may not have changed physically, but like emotionally. Well, except Allison. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You think she's gonna keep up that routine? Never. <laughs> she, nah, she's, she's gonna go right, right back to the black tar eye line or yeah, eye the dandruff, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, messy hair. Don't care. Exactly. <laughs> what was I saying? Um, I don't know. Well, <laughs> well, I'm sure we'll talk about it in a second. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. So, I guess. Okay, so part of me loves the idea that like they don't change and nothing happens, but like they they so they come to terms with themselves. But part of me wants to because they have to introduce the antagonist in the movie with um, Vernon. Mm-hmm. That's there's what I was about to talk about. Now. There's no catharsis there. He just kind of fucks off for like the second half of the movie, and there's nothing. Well, he also himself admitted. Well, I think the point is he did not admit what was up with him, what his thoughts were. Carl saw right through him and he still was not able to admit to it. I just shows that he's lead when if you keep up this lifestyle of just never admitting what you aren't happy about with your life and seeing that side, you're just gonna get this idea in your head that it's always it's the other people. It's not you. Because yeah. he's having himself, like it's the kids that have changed. And even as Carl's trying to say like, no they haven't, you're just an ass, he still can't admit to that. Yeah. Um. So it's a good parallel there, I think, between the kids who still have time to change their course of path and Vernon, who seemingly already set in his ways. Yep. You're not going to change him at that yeah. point. He's he's convinced it's the kids that are mucking everything up and doing all this wrong, and yep. uh, he was never like that. Because of course, why couldn't they be? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So I think it's an interesting parallel there. It's <laughs> just like, hmm. Yeah. You're right, you're right. Yeah, no, I... Yeah, you are right. Yeah, I... See, okay, so so the main part was like, okay, so... But in the end, like, did, didn't did the kids... They sort of... They sort of just blamed it on their parents, though. Yep. What's, yeah. What are they at fault for? Because isn't that what, like, the true, true message is? Where it's like... You know what I mean? Like, with the whole, like, thing where, like, he's already set in his ways, like, so he can't admit what he did wrong. What what do the kids do wrong? Is it, like, I can understand, like, maybe, like, the easiest one's Brian because he can't admit um, that he focuses too much on grades. Mm-hmm. And, but, like, because is that his parents talking or is that him putting it on himself? I feel like it's him putting it on himself because of the influence of his parents. So if his parents weren't there, he would be, like, a... Like a if F he had student. different parents, yeah. Well, not he wouldn't be an F student. Or he would, he he would, would just he would just do his thing. He would be an average student, yeah. I I I, I don't know. I think it's just a 
comment on the pressures put on us yeah. by parents. Like that can be what I notice halfway through is you sort of get the opposite ends of it where there's different types of pressure shown throughout where Claire, well, I don't want to say she receives, she receives pressure in the sense that she's a tool in her parents' yeah, um, life and used. she takes advantage of that and she realizes that she just uses that to her advantage but doesn't get any of the benefits of a real parent from it. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, what's it called? Uh, the Allison and Bender, they have parents that just abuse them emotionally and physically in Bender's case. Um, uh, and his Andy's, dad smokes cigars, not cigarettes. Yeah, he's the real <laughs> G. He's the big gangster. <laughs> um, uh, Andy's parents, uh, his dad... Um, puts this unreasonable expectation of um, masculinity and weakness in his head that just totally clouds and intoxicates his mind. Um, See, that's that's another... So, like, do we find out why he went went into into, uh, Saturday detention? Yeah, yeah, they said it. What was it? Um, it's that he taped up that one uh, Scorny kid's butt cheeks. He started like oh, beating yeah, on him was, and then taped oh. his butt cheeks together. Yeah. And he this this was like the beginning of that whole big confession scene in the middle. All right. Yeah. I, I literally wrote <laughs> I, in my I notes. I saw you writing notes there. I'm yeah. like, no, no, it's, I'm totally missing Emilio's speech. Because <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> yep. I was texting, I was texting Seth the whole time. Yeah. yeah See, we we, we want to we go Jungle Bell. Bell. Well, could you read into that though, and um, like taping up the butt cheeks, right? Yeah, you could look into that as like an anti-gay thing, right? I mean, like, at least the, I can look at it that way. I, I guess, yeah, you could see really? that uh, for sure. Um, like in a very metaphorical sense, he's covering the. I'm not going to go that deep. Here, but we, we get <laughs> he's the covering idea. the butthole. <laughs> yeah, don't go um, too deep there, but but he does explain during that speech that like he did it because his dad. Um, he gets this idea of weakness from his dad and his dad won't stand for any weakness. So he sees this kid as weakness. And so he feels like he, he's never done this sort of stuff for, and his dad is like bragged about how he used to like beat on kids when he was younger mm-hmm. and he's never done that. And he's like, doesn't want his dad to be disappointed. I mean, he doesn't want his dad to think he's weak. So he picks on someone who's weak so he can tell his dad like, oh, I established dominance over that kid. Yeah. Because clearly the dad doesn't care. He just, he literally says at the beginning, it's just because he got caught, son. Yeah. Because like he was perfectly fine with it happening. It's just that he's getting caught being stupid about it. Um, Which, I mean, for the time, I think it's, it's a fine, it's a fine explanation of that. But I think you could add more layers to it where he like, because I could have sworn he like, he got caught making out with someone. And I, like, I thought I could have sworn that was it. So I was thinking, oh, well, maybe because he's confronting his masculinity, because like that's like kind of like a it would be a perfect like yeah, kind of yeah. allegory for or like analogy for nowadays. Because if you're scared of weakness, you're scared of being gay in the '80s. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so what if he's secretly making out with a guy, and then he just told his dad that it was a girl? Yeah, yeah, I, I could 100% see that. Um, and I could also see that they wouldn't flat out say that or address it because, again, it is the 80s. Yeah. And they were trying to appeal to a wide audience, presumably with this. Mm-hmm. Um, so that might not be too friendly to make one of the main characters turn out to be gay. Yeah. And um, plus, they can't they can't have the, the, the storybook ending with the weird chick at the that end. That too, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe bi. You can do bi, uh, yeah. bi thing. Yeah. 
I was a wrestler in high school. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Um, I didn't tape anyone's butt cheeks though. So. Well, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, That's not a nice thing to do. Let's talk about the dance scene. How iconic it is. Yeah. I was like, about to say iconic. Yeah. <laughs> so jinx. Yeah. No, I mean, like you see, all it's like, only it's all it's really only that it's that one scene where the let's say yeah, that's the iconic scene. That's what I was just say like yeah. it's the only uh, thing that's parodied like still up to this day. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, it's like oh, that's what started it. Yeah, huh. hmm. <laughs> yeah. Some weird things just come out, come out of nowhere, like because that it, it kind of takes place just in a random spot in the movie, mm-hmm. and like there's really no like lead up to it, and it's just like oh, we're doing this. It just yep. shifts the momentum. Yeah. And it's like it's you know small things like that become iconic. Like, mm-hmm. see, I can only think of Taxi Driver right now, but oh, okay. uh, you talking to me? You know, yeah. Robert Nero just came up with that, and it had no point in the movie, and it wasn't like a build up to it in the movie. You're like, oh, that's where that came from. Yeah. But it feels so nonchalant in the context of the movie. And um, what about like the? I can think of the Godfather with the horse head. I see that parodied still to this. Oh movie, yeah, the horse head um thing. Yeah. Uh, Goodfellas as well. You got me on gangster movies. <laughs> yeah. Goodfellas, the, uh, do I look like a fucking clown to you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. Just, you, I, spoilers, I haven't seen either of those movies. I just know those scenes because they're oh, really? so <laughs> iconic. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, um, I'm walking here. I'm and, walking here, yeah. yeah. I don't. I didn't even know the name of the movie. I just knew that line. It's Midnight Cowboy, but. Oh. Um, and fun fact, that was actually completely improv. There was an actual... Um, New York driver who ran into Dustin Hoffman, hmm. and he's like, "Hey, I'm walking here." Yeah, so <laughs> and it became a thing. So, cool. perfect, yeah. perfect. Not that not that the dancing scene is improv, but I mean, I yeah. bet you they came up with yeah. the dance moves like, "All right, what are we gonna do?" Here? All right. You're like, "All right, let's All do right. this weird dance move we're doing, like kind of like the Egyptian thing." But like, speaking of iconic, I was... think what's more iconic from that scene is Allison at the end. When she just starts freaking out and then just falls to the ground and just lies there. <laughs> yeah, that's and like a mess. And I'm like, like that that's that's a mood right there. And we were just like can't relate. Yeah. because <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah, that was one of the rules. Can't, can't relate. relate was a good rule. Yeah. That was a really good rule. Yeah. <laughs> a little sad rule at times. <laughs> yeah. See, all my notes are just like these speeches are hitting me in the feels. I feel like John Hughes just wrote this in one night. Is like he wrote a, it in two days, actually. Oh, he wrote two, two days. days. Two days he wrote the screenplay. Yep. It flows so naturally, and I can guarantee he had he got something off his chest yelling at his parents or something. <laughs> it was also shot sequentially, the whole movie. Wow. Ooh. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. That is, yep. That's interesting. Isn't, that's a, what was the other movie that was shot sequentially? Uh, was it Glorious Bastards? Technically, yeah. 1970. Yeah. It was a Glorious Bastards, yeah. A- allegedly. Alleg- allegedly technically 1917 had to have been shot sequentially don't bring up 1917 when dan's in the room he hates that movie why it's good i mean it's good cinematography wise yeah that's cinema it. film it's amazing plot sucks ass bro no it doesn't yeah it does i mean it's not the strongest point but it's not it doesn't <laughs> it's not as, it is not as bad as um What's the other war movie that was really- dunkirk it's not as bad as dunkirk, dunkirk. dude <laughs> i will I could shit on that movie all day long. Yeah. I, I really hate it. I've never <laughs> seen it, so it's so bad. Don't watch it. It's a filmmaker's movie, no, but uh, it's like it's not. It's, it's not. It's 
I can't, I can't, I really can't tell you what it, I mean, I guess the soundtrack, because it, it has like this like ticking thing where like it keeps racket, racketing up the tension, but like, I couldn't understand the different, there's different timelines. It's like one hour before, one week before, one day before, you know, mm-hmm. and it's in, there's, it's zero. When I say zero character, I mean, zero character. You you do not latch on to anybody. No, nope. maybe Tom Hardy, but he's behind a mask, and you can't understand him for the whole movie. Just about Just... everything you've said sounds like it could be exactly applied to Tenet. As That's well. what I was gonna yeah. say. <laughs> sounds just like Tenet. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, also, a trash Tenet movie. at least has the yeah. concept. Also, a trash yeah, movie. it's a good concept that just wasn't done well, trash. but it looks cool. Dunkirk looks is just... fucking cool while it does it. I mean, yeah, really cool. Trash. You think Tenet's trash? You know, I think Tenet's trash. I didn't know that. Oh, you fell asleep during. <laughs> yeah, the, the next time I watched it, I still thought it was trash. Yeah, yeah. which you know, to each his own. I, I understand Nolan doesn't really grab everybody, but Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dark Knight. He did Dark oh. Knight and The Prestige, which is, is it, still. Seen I'll that argue one. I is his best movie. And Inception. People Inception's at least great. after I, the fact loved I love Inception. Inception. Maybe not when it first came out. People I, were like, "What the hell is going on?" I say, I've just seen. It I too don't many understand times. it. Mm. I don't know how you don't understand that movie watching it the first time. It's dreams inside of a dream inside of a dream. Simple as that. But like they explain <laughs> it very thoroughly. I just yeah. don't. I just don't get it. How you don't understand? Like when he okay when well, he has a lot to of people pee. Like to use movies as an escape and not to think. Yeah, uh, so okay. I, I could easily see that argument. They don't want to think about the movies they're watching. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's the ironic part because a lot of the best movies have underlying. Like so, it's subtext. Mm-hmm. It's like the best movies are like this. This is a movie you could simply just watch to drown out. But if you yeah. think about it, like we are. Yeah, while we're, I mean, kind of, <laughs> kind of drunk. Kind of drunk. Yeah, I'm not really drunk, but yeah, yeah. But like, I don't know. So I'm gonna give this movie an 84 out of 100. It's just a very solid movie that hits on. Lots of points about, um, I guess, going through high school and, like, expectations of your friends, your family, and how it, like, affected them in the 80s going out of a generation that just kind of, like, took over whatever the parents were doing or a family business, something in that aspect, and kind of defying those expectations and contemplation that goes along with it of who you actually are as a person. Yeah. Wow, I got deep there. That's weird. Yeah, damn. Well, uh, <laughs> yeah. This, well, this is like kind of like the first kind of, um, well, not not the first, but, but the the era of like self realization, self actualization, mm. uh, and it's kind of interesting that like you see these, these teenagers just figure out or figure out figure out their their problems, their the symptoms of their problems, not the not the issue, the the root pro- cause, because that's what I what i want from this movie but it's not going to give it to me you can't get everything you want yeah i know exactly that's the point of the movie goddamn <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um i'm gonna give this an 85 for 1985 which as we we established before but then it stopped recording <laughs> again <laughs> again this is like the third time in a row right yeah this is two weeks in a row now no it's two weeks in a row this has happened it, i don't think it happened three weeks ago I think it was two weeks ago, as in like take epi- it easy. I'm talking set. about episode wise. I'm not talking about actually three weeks ago. I'm talking about episode wise. Yeah. So I don't know. Like it didn't happen when we did last week. Yeah. Not, not 
Not the first one, but the second one. Yeah. Well, God, yeah we got, Shaun we, of the Dead. I got to, you know, I'm going to check again. Oh. We are still good. Okay, cool. cool. So 84, 85. And James. Uh, and yeah, I give this movie a 95. I love this movie. I love the way that it speaks to the younger generation, not only at that time, but of future times, like still obviously spoke to me when I was a teenager. Um, and even to the teenagers at heart, older generation, giving a perspective of um, youthful intolerance um, and about how we need to be more accepting of each other and realizing that it's not just about us. Like there are people around us that have feelings and that we need to be treating with respect because ultimately we're all trying to do the same thing. We're all just trying to get by. We're trying to live no reason to bring others down because of it. Um, and this movie really tries to make you realize that. Um, and I love it for that. I love this movie. 95. That was deep. I tried. So deep it hurts. <laughs> oh my. All right. That's a no, it's not entendre. that deep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll give you guys the room. Um, I'm waiting. All right, so that was, uh, what do we do? Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. Yeah, it was so good. I'm so glad I was there. Yeah, Seth's here. Wow. wow. How'd you get here? That's crazy. Oopsies. Yeah, how'd you, how'd you get back? Where, where the fuck were you? Teleported. <laughs> working. <laughs> yeah, probably fucking working. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So I want to thank Kylie and John for guessing correctly on this week's Instagram post. Um... Yeah, I guess John was sort of correct. He said saying Elmo's Fire, but I mean... That's not right, then. I know it's not right. That's not correct. He didn't say saying Elmo's Fire. Just... He jokes. He meant as a joke. (laughs) And I know what he meant. (laughs) Okay? Um, Yeah, so we're Movie Drunks. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter with the the handle at Movie Drunks Cast. I'm Dan. The hat? The hat. Where's the hat? Are we making hats? Are we making merch? I would love to make hats. I would like a Movie Drunks hat. I'm not a hat person, but I'd wear a beanie with like movie drunks on it. Okay. Anyway, I'm Danny. You can find me <laughs> at Instagram and Twitter at Danny underscore Was or my YouTube channel, which is just Danny Was, or you can find movie drunks and Letterboxd at movie drunks. <sighs> Sup? <laughs> Oopsies. <laughs> I'm here, and that's all that matters. Yeah. You don't need more of me. Please right. don't look for no, me. No, we do want more of you. I'm telling them to not look for me. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. I don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, (laughs) next week's episode... Mamma Mia. Nope. Yes. Nope. Yes. Is that the only reason you're here? Yeah. (laughs) I just want to watch musicals and strictly musicals. Well, you're in luck, because... (laughs) We are movie drunks! Ooh! We We don't wanna wanna tell you... We don't wanna (laughs) tell you... (laughs) What's next? I guess that's close enough. When you touch my penis. What? I don't think I could forget that. Cheers, bitch.